And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts. Rocky. And Rick. Wow. Wow, it's been some time. It's season two. We've expanded. Oh, yeah. We've expanded. I was just saying that, but we expanded. Emotionally and um, metaphysically, mentally. We're different people. Rocky's not, but I am. Nope. See? I'm a fan. A fan of Rocky's non-changing values. <clears throat> so it's gotta be consistent. Yeah, you f- fucking curmudgeon. So here we go. Uh pay-per-view, popular views that we had this weekend. It was the SummerSlam weekend. It was the I forgot the song I was about to sing it, but I don't I don't remember. Give me the green line. Do 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 that was WrestleMania. I got nothing. That's a Pitbull song. All right, fuck you. Anyway, uh, so we'll, uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, as per usual, I thought it was an excellent show. TakeOver is always blow the roof off. I thought it started at 8 o'clock. Rocky started, wrong. started at 8 o'clock. It did not start at 7 o'clock. It started at 7. Still only ran two hours, so, you know. What? It still only, it still only ran two hours. I didn't. It ended at 10. I saw two hours of it and I missed the first hour. Go ahead, I'll let you math. Oh uh, no, I was trying to think. Didn't it end at nine? It I thought it ended, I thought it was a two hour show. It was not. It was very long. It wasn't long. It was, it was only like five matches. That's not long. It was three hours. Yeah, like uh, each match was like what, thirty minutes? Thirty minutes pop? Yeah. Eighteen six, fifteen five, fifteen nine, yeah, thirteen thirty five. And thirty three forty. Yeah, yeah, thirty minutes of match. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, thirty minutes of match, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, rounded them out. Um. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was really good. It usually is. Um, <clears throat> I thought uh, the well, the only one downer really, I think, on the show was the EC three and. Velveteen Dream match. I really think that was the kind of the just like the okay match of the thing, but it kind of showed um, you know EC3 has incredible matches with like the other people are awesome, and so I guess it's just EC EC3 is really good. Oh, he's beyond the mic and he's an awesome character, and I like his character. I mean, he's a big Jack dude, but I do think he moves very slow, being a ginormous Jack dude, and he can only do so much. He's not Brian Cage, man. Frank Gage moves like a cruiserweight almost. This is true. He's the machine. Yep. But I think he's he's a ginormous like, I'm slow because I put 200 points into muscle, you know, like into strength. And I just think that his style is not fast. I don't think he's slow because he's bulky. I just think that's not his speed. I Well, according to people, him and TNA, he was still a big guy, but he wasn't like... As big as this dude, like how he is now. And I think he moved, like people said, he moved a little bit better when he was in a giant, had a giant turtle shell on his back. You know, he's a fucking generous monster. But, um, I don't know. That match was like, whatever. I mean, it was not whatever, but it was, it wasn't the best thing around. And it, and it's, I don't know. So anyway, uh, so we can start, <laughs> what? That was just funny. So anyway. Yeah, we can start with the tag match, which... Uh, I think it was very, very, very good. But I think those guys are incredible anyway. Mustache Mountain and 
uh, Undisputed Era. Awesome. Guitar man. Yeah, I got to see that guitar belt. That's all I needed. That was worth the price of admission. <laughs> uh, I think Roddy's incredible. Kyle is awesome. Pete Dunn, uh, Pete Dunn, uh, Tyler Bates, great. I mean, Trent Seven's really cool. I think his gimmick is just I'm a fat dude. But uh, he doesn't do crazy shit, really. Like while the other guys do like stuff like um, they had a spot in the match. Uh, Tyler Bates, uh, German, I think Roddy and Kyle was on his back trying to choke him out and stuff. And he did them both, and I thought that was awesome to watch. Uh, I think the whole spot with them trying to tease the the towel was great, too. And I did think he was going to throw it when he did that fucking throw spin, and no! And he turned around, and it was Trent Seven. Um, the Burning Hammer leg drop is awesome to watch. I think the whole match layout was just... Those guys are just incredible. Um, obviously... I really didn't think my session would win and now seeing obviously War Raiders show up at the end of that match which is awesome uh, they're obviously going to be the ones who are going to take the belts I would assume did they? I, I probably skipped past it at that point yeah yeah they, they showed up after they won uh, War Raiders came up behind them fucking laid them out I forgot who which one they threw out of the ring but um, the bald one which I think is Hanson uh, he yeah. he tossed them up into like a pancake and then Roe caught him into a giant press slam and just boom boom gorilla press slammed him and then Roe fucking ran and did a tope suicida outside and then they did the fallout Amaro. yo mama mia motherfucker <laughs> did you see on Instagram WD put another Maro camera up on their thing a video feed no, of him fucking flipping out and everything I didn't yeah he's got another screaming going berserk and it's awesome just to watch him and everyone else just like like uh, Nigel's like they're like staring at the camera and Morrow's fucking shaking and standing up and going nuts. I uh, I was listening to uh, the Edge and Christian podcast and they had Morrow on there recently. I don't know how few, how many weeks ago it was. And he was talking about oh, that first time uh, he didn't know that they were going to do that. Like they just posted it. Uh-huh. He wasn't aware of it. He was just like, I'm just calling the match. Like, I don't know that they're videoing me. I don't know they're going to put that video out. That's just what happens he's into it man mama mia he's super into it dude i forgot i tweeted something from the the uh, parts unknown twitter and my only caption was mama mia i think it was uh ricochet getting kicked in the face oh my god that that was incredible the slow-mo one too not the, that's that mama mia chant mama mia that was really funny um, I showed Nicole and she was like not impressed until I showed her like the normal speed clip. She was like, oh, that's somebody kicking him. I thought he was meant to kick Adam Cole and, and like missed. Uh-huh. Or not missed, but like it just looked awkward. I'm like, nope, he got kicked right in the Full speed, of perfect, perfect like hit. Like it didn't even, and then he just kind of crumbled. Anyway, I, that wasn't the second match, was it? The Adam Cole one? No, that was the third The one, third one. That's where I started. The EC3 was the second match. Yeah. So we already spoke on it. Uh, Velveteen wins, which is very interesting. I thought EC3 was going to win. There's yeah. a whole rumor that he may get called up, that now this kind of maybe solidifies that he would. But who knows? Just because he's a big jack dude that talks, and maybe Vince forgot that he was uh, whatever. Derek Bateman. Derek Bateman. <laughs> but, I'm, well, I mean, he never made it to the main roster as uh, Derek Bateman. I thought he was on the main roster. No, he was on NXT, I think. A competitive NXT. Mm. I'll look that up. I thought he was on like on heat shows or velocity or whatever the fuck it was at that. <laughs> I don't think those existed when he was there. Main event and superstars. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, yeah, it was an all right match. I like that you, like, if you uh, search in Wikipedia, Derek Bateman, it takes you to Ethan Carter III. Uh, or just EC3. NX3, bro. So, yeah, it was an all right match. That third match, that Adam Cole versus Ricochet, awesome match. Awesome match. I really felt it was, like, the closest thing you'll get to, like, a... I mean, NXT itself is trying to be an indie show. It is. It's like what WWE competes with the indies because they do wrestle at that indie kind of speed and stuff but i really felt this match was an indie more indie than it was with that whole fucking kick to the face and shit like you wouldn't do that shit that's some like pwg shit like a uh, perfect cabrata into a goddamn fucking super kick and i the timing on that and him catching him in the face was ridiculous well apparently uh ricochet moves really slowly in a, in the sense that like He's so fluid that it looks slow. And uh, I was, what was I listening to then? I think it was the Sam Roberts podcast. Uh, and he had been talking. He was just going over talking to Ricochet and Adam Cole since he was there that weekend for uh, so, the main roster shows. Yeah. Um, that they both said the same thing. That Ricochet is like, I don't know, man. I just kind of glide through. He was like, I felt like I was going so slowly. Like, man, I should have been kicked. Oh, there it is. And then, like, he fell. And then Adam Cole was just like, yeah, man, he, he, like, bounced off of it. And it looked, like, so smooth that it looked like he was moving in slow motion. So I knew exactly when to, like, go for the kick. <laughs> that thing was perfect. Because he hit him, like, dead on when he was upside down. And then Ricochet just falls. And that was a fucking coolest shit spot. I will say I like uh, that we had the spot later where he was going to hit the, what is it, 630 or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Adam Cole rolls out. And then he hits him. He goes outside. I think he rolls out and then he jumps on him outside. And then he does the um, the spot that uh, Dragon Lee does where he runs and jumps over the rope and catches him with a Frankensteiner to take him outside. I thought that was cool as shit. It was cool as shit. Uh, and then he pulls him back in and he hits the 630 and wins. I didn't I didn't think that Adam, uh, Adam Cole was going to lose. I really thought Undisputed would retain it again because I thought what was going to happen either in the tag match or in this that Bobby Fish was going to come in and call chicanery. Like, because he is uh, uninjured. He moves around on his without the crutches and stuff like that. And I thought he'd pop in, you know, and cause some bullshit for uh, for their match to make him retain. But uh, he doesn't. But at least Undisputed is going to keep their belts until War Raiders destroys them. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was an awesome match. I assume you did too. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my eyes are bugging the shit out of me. Rocky needs to pull his eyeballs out of his skull. Apparently. Uh, all right. Next match was the... Women's match. Yeah. That's right. There's only five matches on this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, did you like it? Sure. Not knowing any of the story leading up to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, match-wise. Quality. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like... I like the Kyrie saying fire... Uh, I don't know. Shayna Baszler just doesn't do it for me overall. Really? She's good. She's good, but doesn't do it for me as a, like, entertainer. Uh-huh. Uh, like, she doesn't capture me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like what I, from what I'd seen, what they've been doing with her character just being that, like, real shithead asshole heel. I think character-wise, it's really good, and writing-wise, it's good. But I don't know. It just doesn't draw me in. You know, it's like, it's... It's that problem I have with a lot of WWE guys that they just don't like you can be super talented, but mm, you know, Kanye shrug. Wow. Uh, but I mean, I thought it was, it was a solid match and, uh, 
Oh, Kyrie Sane. I like Kyrie Sane. I don't know what they'll do with the division like after, but we'll see. Oh, like who goes for her? Yeah, and like, you know, just the babyface champion only can take you so far anyhow. Well, obviously we'll have their rematch, and then I guess maybe they're building up Bianca Belair. I mean, she's not bad. I like her. I like Bianca Belair also. And then the other one too, uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. Yeah. She's another one that I didn't care for when she first showed up. I think we talked about it. And I think she's much better now. You like that she's not a 50s housewife? She still is, man. I know she is, but she's a bad guy now. Yeah. Um, you have that to look forward to. But I like Bianca Belair. She was another one that I didn't care for. Now she's kind of... Really? Um, you didn't care? I, ever since first the, up, she May was, Young, I was like, I like her. Well, it's the hair whip. I really like the hair she whip. She blew up more than May Young with that whip against Kyrie because she was around before that, but she was just like, yeah, she's another one of those girls that are just the NXT girls that that don't do it for me. Like, they're just stripper music and what the fuck ever, you know? Um, But I like the match. Uh, I don't. I mean, I love Shayna as, like, the fucking menacing heel. She's a big-ass bully, and I like her that she just doesn't care and laughs off shit, and I think it's great. I like her making fun of Kyrie the whole match and stuff like that. They did a lot of really cool spots, like when Kyrie's going to do the elbow and she rolled and caught her into the, the choke and everything like that. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that before, though. Like, between them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, it wasn't bad. Not at all. It was just... I did something... Not even felt off about it. I was just... I guess I was just watching it. Okay. I wasn't really trying to assess good or bad. I was just kind of watching the match. I was I was trying to... F- I was not even trying to figure out who won. But I was just waiting for the finish to see, like, what would happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, I mean, the arm stomp thing I've seen a few times already. So like, I love that. It, it loses... At least to me, it just kind of... It's a Marty Scroll finger break thing. Like it's it's cool for a cheap pop, but you know it's not like a devastating like ah oh, he can't use that hand anymore because well still gonna use that hand. That Marty Scroll thing, I like it. It's cool, but I like it better on the WWE when they do it like Pete Dunne and stuff because at least there the announcers don't say that he like because it looks like he's dislocating your fingers. But that's I ridiculous. Mean, that's the point. That's but the point. And I think he did it. Pete Dunne did it to Tyler Bate, and Tyler Bate like was like struggling to put his fingers back, and they talk about it. I mean, it's cool like that because if not, you're breaking my fingers, and then I'm just still wrestling with you. I'm exactly. Like, that's yeah. Hard. That's, yeah. But I mean, the I think the one that I like the most of the Shayna stomps is probably the one to Dakota Kai that took her out for a few weeks. Oh, the first one. Yeah, that, well, that was the first time she ever did it. Yeah. Right. No, no, and it, and it was sold properly. Yeah. Doing it in a match, like the match is going to continue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's Kevin Owens powerbombing Sami Zayn until he can't anymore. Like, it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that and that being like, oh, shit. This match is over. One. And two, Kevin Owens is now the champion. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a cool finish. But, like, you know, you do the arm stomp and then it's just like, I'm just going to keep fighting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, even though I'm kind of selling it, at the end of the day, I still need to punch you with my hand. So, nah. But it's just like nitpicking little things here and there. I got you. Uh, and then just had the the championship. Uh, well, we saw Matt Riddle in the audience, but that was, I think it was before this match. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't catch it. I saw it online I, after the fact. I was getting like I was getting a drink, and then I come back and I saw people like, "Oh, Matt Riddle!" And I was like, "Oh, I knew he was gonna be there, but I thought he'd be before the main event." Like, right? But he was after like the second match, and I heard that what he had like a a hat on. And like a, I think he had a baseball cap. Yeah, he and a suit. So he also had flip flops on. Also, yeah. he wasn't wearing shoes. But that riddle. There's yeah. a cool documentary on him. Uh, I think uh, was it Evolve or whatever he was with. Um, just put out a, a little. It's like 16 minutes long. It's pretty much. I can say the name and I'll say it before. And I was watching it. It's really cool. It's uh, interviews with him talking about before he leaves. 
and yeah. it just they, they just dropped it like just now you yeah, know apparently his wife had a oh i read that thing yeah that she i think melter was talking about it that she revealed on in an interview that uh right after new japan had expressed interest that's when uh i think gave sapolsky from because uh, he told Gabe Prog- sapolsky. not progress from, from evolve evolve yeah. Right, he told him, and he was just like, he works with WWE for NXT since uh, Evolve was kind of a farm ground at times mm-hmm. for them. So, and then it, like within the day or some shit like that, he had a phone call from Triple H being like, "Hey." They said it was like thirty minutes, and then he oh, offered there you him go. The, thirty minutes, and he offered him the contract at the end. And I assume it was a better deal than what he's going to do in Japan. I mean, probably. Yeah. So we'll see. Metal is fucking awesome. Uh, but the documentary, if you want to see it, it's sixty minutes long. It's it like if you look up. Farewell to Matt Riddle. It's an Evolve 4K short film. It's not in 4K on YouTube, sadly. But it is a farewell to Matt Riddle. And it's about him and everything like that. And it shows his matches and shit. Interviews him. And he's like crying in the beginning. He's like, the bro doesn't cry. But he said he wanted to be in wrestling all since he was a kid. And then he turned into uh, mixed martial arts and shit. Um, so, yeah, the main event now. Third time's a charm. I mean, their first two matches are incredible. And I think this one's just as fucking good, too. I really wonder what was... I assume what could have happened with Aleister Black if, with him not being injured. Like, I would imagine Ciampa retains and maybe uh, Johnny Gargano costs Tyler Black. Tyler Black. <laughs> fucking Seth Rollins. <laughs> he costs uh, uh, Aleister Black the fucking... the title and they can kind of keep this fight going. Right. I thought the match was awesome. Had all the callbacks to the other matches and shit. Yeah. Ciampa's still the fucking greatest heel in the world just coming out with no music. Yeah, it was really weird. I at toward the end, I was wondering if they were trying to get toward a, a double turn, which I would I would have been like that would have been a feat in and of itself, considering like how much of a just a shit heel Champa's been. Well, they're slowly uh, making it look like Gargano's going to be a bad guy. Right, right, right. But I mean, that's why I thought I was I thought double turn just because Champa kept being like, you know, like please, I'm sorry, like whatever, I didn't mean it, and then. You know, but it never culminated in anything. It's just Gargano flying over those crates, which was hilarious. And yeah. kind of missing, which is even more hilarious. He fucking just went nuts, bro. <laughs> I mean, that plays in the story. He just, like, lost himself. He could have won, but he just fucking had to keep going. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole match was crazy. Those guys still and put on, like... nine to just be, like, roll onto the floor. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, again, that match was crazy. Those guys, even though it's three matches, they've done this three times in a row, it still is fucking nuts. And they still put on an incredible goddamn match. You can't go four, though. I think four, you're gilding the Lily one too many times. I think their final fourth one, it was probably what it was going to be, like at WrestleMania or something, like the WrestleMania weekend four. Well, this was supposed to be the match that they had. Supposed to be last last The takeover. street fight, right? The yeah. Chicago one was supposed to be this one. And uh, they couldn't because then was a Seth Rollins. Yeah, WWE, because they changed stories on a dime. They did right. it at the last second. They're like, no, so, like, no you them. can't do it. And they changed it to the last man standing mm-hmm. match. Uh, I mean, sorry, the I quit match. Yeah, I quit match. Was. No, it wasn't I quit. A street fight. Sorry, it was Chicago a street, street fight. Yeah, yeah, I just said it too. Um, unsanctioned so yeah. street fight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this should all technically be unsanctioned. <laughs> it's a street fight. Like, who's going <laughs> to sanction a street fight? <laughs> the Las Vegas fight committee. Yeah. No, I saw that the highest uh, Melter rating. There were three four and a half star matches. Oh. Uh, I assume oh, it was fuck, that out one. Of five. It was this one. It tag. was Ricochet and Adam Cole in the tag match. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, Kyrie and Shayna got three and a half, and uh, Dream and EC3 got two and three quarters. Mm. Yeah, it was the weakest out of all of them. It was like regular guy match. 
I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. But when I was watching, I was like, huh, I've seen better Velveteen Dream matches. And like I had a lot of not a lot of hype, but I was like, you don't watch it, but their promos have been really good. And they're just really good gimmicks to each other. Mm-hmm. It feels like I was telling my buddy. It well, feels like, like an 80s wrestling gimmick. It's like one jacked up tan dude yeah. fighting some weird like, yeah, but it's also two heels. Well, EC3 is a good guy, I guess. Is he? Because every time I've seen him, he's been a heel. He's. I mean, this all started because there were two heels in a tag team that like. And Velveteen walked out on him. Right, exactly. Well, which is turning EC3 is the good guy because like, hey, you walked out on me. And there people cheer EC3 still. And he's not making fun of people. He doesn't do that. He gives people shirts. And he's like, hey. I guess. So. Well, Velveteen, even though everyone cheers him, he's still the cocky piece of shit. And, you know, Vince called me up on his pants and stuff yeah. like that. Pants uh, are awesome. I like I like the the vest and I like the crown. What was his vest? The Kuji vest, the biggie Kuji vest. I still think his uh, Rick Rude pants from the last takeover were the best. The Alistair Black ones. That was a few takeovers ago. Oh, oh, was it? What was his last takeover match then? Um, Ricochet. Oh yeah, it was Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, he wore the Hulk Hogan pants. He wore the Hulk Hogan, which was still great, and he did the Hulk Hogan pose. And yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the Aleister Black that had him on it. I was like, that's the best thing. That's that Rick Rude pants. He even did the Rick Rude dance. <laughs> he did a Rude Awakening in this one. Did he? I mean, he, he well, used he, it. Yes. Then there was a counter in it, and then he did like the, the second half of it, yes. which was the neck breaker. The neck breaker, yeah. Uh, all right, so there's that, and then there's... Overall, it's a great show, but takeovers are always great. Sooner or later, I have to wait for the one that's just a horrible show, but I don't think it is. I don't think they ever will. They have that show has so much glut of talent that even though they move people up, I feel this talent roster that they have has been as good as when before Nakamura left when they had a lot of really like Joe and all those fucking guys. I honestly think this talent roster is better than that one just because there you had like big stars and then just people filling in the rest. This is very true. Now you have like Like, Ricochet, all of Undisputed, all of Undisputed, you have. Mustache Mountain, Pete Dunn, before he moves on to the UK, you have... Uh, Aleister Black. I mean, EC3, who I still like, Aleister Black. You have Cassius Ono, who's not really there all the time, but he's still solid. Uh, you're going to have Keith um, Lee now. Right, you have Keith Lee. and War Raiders for their tag team, which are awesome, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have Kona Reeves. Uh, I mean, but that's that's plenty. All their main guys, and they have all those people coming up. Like now, we're gonna have Matt Riddle. So when all those guys leave, we have all right. these new guys taking over. So you know, it's it's plenty deep. You know, and that's considering that they oh, and this obviously Gargano and Chef. Yeah. So just imagine, like you have so many places to go with all of those people. I was when I was talking to my buddy yesterday. We we're Chris, my friend. We were trying to figure out who the heel tag teams are in the division because if Undisputed leaves, who are the bad guys? Because stupid Tino Sabatelli and the other guys are both injured. That's why they're not around. Riddick Moss. Moss. Yeah, War Raiders are Street Profits are good guys. Yeah, they are. War Raiders are gonna be definitely good uh, faces. Even though they're fucking destroyers, but people like like them. They're like, we're dudes that kick ass. They're not like AOP that just is monsters that eat people. Not but I, anymore. Not even. Don't get me started. But um, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out bad guy heel teams for them to, to have. Oh, well, and the TM61. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Average dudes. I mean, not bad, though. They're not bad, but it's just like, I don't care about them again. They just don't give them that much to do. They're not like huge storylines. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, this is a massive talent. They have like some of the best people. Like it's, like all of Undisputed, I think, is some of the best guys on WWE has. And that's to consider that in less than a year, they lost 
uh, Almas. They lost uh, Drew. Yeah. They lost AOP, who were doing good at the time. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else had left. Sanity. Oh, that's right. They lost Sanity also. Which was awesome. Those guys were awesome. Killian Dane and all those guys. And then I think there's one more uh, hyper good guy that they lost, but whatever. But yeah. Yeah, it says a lot. Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby Roode was even... Well, I mean... I mean, he was good in NXT. Yeah, yeah. of course he was. Yeah. Um, He's living like that Sami Zayn life. <laughs> so, okay, SummerSlam. Before... I'll preface this. I didn't see the pre-show, so... Uh, whatever. I didn't see it either. I think I was coming home from work. Yeah. I wanted to see the mixed tag match, but I didn't. SummerSlam wasn't bad. It was much better than last the, the last pay-per-view that we had. I'd give it one thumbs up. There's some good stuff on that show. There's I some mean, stuff that I didn't care. Like I, I think that I show, like kind of starts really hot, you know, comes down a little bit, gets kind of good again, and then it just falls off a cliff at a certain point. Well, I'll blame the weird DQ finishes. One was justifiable. The other ones is like what these weird squash matches that they did on the pair view. Uh, outside of that, it did have what three pretty good matches on that show that I think out of all of them. Like the first one, the Seth Rollins versus... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It starts off hot. Seth versus uh, Dolph. Even though it's only three and a quarter, according to Meltzer. I think it was still... Three and three quarters. Sorry. It also... I, you know, I want to say this. Some of it. I really like Dino the Machino's new look. I like how he looks. Because he looks... D- oh, he looks amazing. He looks like... It's how Chris said. He looks like a guy well, who would break a glass bottle and then shove the shards between his knuckles to punch you. He doesn't look like a wacky dude. He looks like a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. guy who is a lunatic. Like it's funny. Fight me. Nicole was <laughs> telling me that he looked more generic. Now, granted, this was at the end of Raw, which we can get there because I hated it. Uh, <laughs> so she was like, "He looks so like like a regular guy now." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's better than the like stringy like bangs that he had and all that like just kind of goofy." Like he looked. More goofy before, and now he looks. I think even his moveset got more aggressive because he has that aggressive look. No, no, but I think his moveset, his moveset actually changed to be more aggressive. Yeah, on Raw he had a he he did when I was watching. There I was, was like, no lunatic lariat, no wacky lariat, my friend. Lunatic lariat. I think that I think Michael Cole called it a wacky lariat. I, I really typically, but yes, there was when I was watching it on on WooTube. It was with all the people because I was watching it after work. Uh, people were like posting the thing of Stone Cold don't let me down Dean and it was like Stone Cold's happy look at this good match that Dean pulled off you know he it looked like he was caring he wasn't just like whoa just goofy right man. right but uh, I like Dean's look I like him better I know my buddy Chris I like gonna, Jack Dean I like him I like him jacked not like weird gangly Dean that didn't look good with his shirt off I was like yeah because that like I made a point to my buddy Chris when we were talking about it. He gets in Dal- in Drew's face and like he he pushes him down, not like pushes him, but he gets in his face. Old Dean would probably be like, what's up? Like he'd be like, you know, lizard. He'd be moving. This Dean just got in his face and just stared him down. He'd be trying to turn other people into lizards. And the lizards, bro. He's trying to be Doc Connors. And here he was fucking Mike Tyson. He just stared this guy down. And I really like it. I like how this Dean looks. But I think that match was fucking great. I really do. Uh, I mean, but Seth always puts on fucking barn burners. Of a match. I mean, it was slow in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it really... Because he burns everything down. He, he does burn it down, bro. He... It was slow in the beginning, but once he did that weird inverse suplex into that fucking spinning scorpion death drop, that mm-hmm. thing was fucking nuts. So, yes. And then with his Thanos fucking gauntlet boot. You know, I didn't get it the whole time. I didn't get it until Corey brought it up. Yeah. 
I and thought, then I was I, like, I, when he oh, first came yeah. out, I was like, is fucking Ozymandias? Like, who is this man? Because <laughs> he had the purple stripe. I was like, what is this? Yeah, no, no. And then I'm like, why the gold boot? Is he Okada? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> and then Corey and then, said he's trying to get the Infinity Gauntlet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, oh. Even with the power of the gems, once in, I was like, oh, wow, he's staying us. <laughs> like, oh, that's weak. That uh, was he, my reaction. He wore it on Monday, too. Yeah, he did. I think it was different pants, though. No, he still had the one big gold boot with the purple Yeah, pants. but that's just a boot and a... And a, a knee pad. Knee pad. Yeah. I think he had the purple with the stripe, but whatever. Uh, I didn't realize until you brought it up, and then I remember I flashed in my head when him and Dean were walking the ring, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he had the same." Weird yeah, but he had like a. It was like a. It was like a not a belly shirt because it ended like right where his pants meet, like whatever the belt. Yeah, but the shirt was like just just right there, just kind of floating. <laughs> what <laughs> floating in the breeze? Uh, but yeah, it was a good match. I thought that was very good. High. Uh, what was the next match? I it think was, it was uh, the New Day versus the Bludgeons. Which was a really good match until it just ends in a bullshit well, finish. Uh, yeah, it was a bullshit finish, but I understand what they're trying to do. It's that the Bludgeon Brothers have never been backed in a corner, so they fucking yeah, yeah, freaked yeah. out. I get it also, but... Mm. I mean, their SmackDown match was fucking way better than this one, I think. Yeah, disappointing is, is all I gotta for the, say. For Three this pay-per-view one? Yeah. yeah. Um, just because... Did you know that they were wearing Sonic gear? I didn't catch that. What? The New Day was all in clothes representing Sonic, the Hedgehog characters. I, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know until they posted on Instagram. Kofi was all in blue, and he had rings and everything. He was Sonic. Um, Xavier was tails. He had two tails on the back of his thing and on his jacket. And then Big E was Knuckles. He was all in red with white. <laughs> Did Wouldn't have fucking told it if I hadn't read it. Yeah. Blew my mind. Um, then the next match was Braun and KO. I didn't even see this match because I wasn't at home. I was at the gym and I was trying to get home to like start the show. It's like a minute long anyway, dude. Yeah, and I'm in a 53. And uh, I kept having like buffering issues and it was a real pain in my dick. But uh, I apparently the biggest thing I missed was that awesome KO in the bank shirt. Yeah, I think it's cool shit. <laughs> Never to be sold. He had another one. He always has ones for the pay reviews. I, I think know, the last one he had something. Um, yeah, the match was a general squash match. It felt like it should have been on Raw. He did destroy half a star. He did destroy Owens. Like he threw him around like fucking like Owens, you're dying, bro. He threw him right through the fucking table and all that shit like that. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. Uh, so then you get to the SmackDown Women's Title match, which I had to watch after the fact because again, buffering issues. I uh, that was a pretty good match. My though. thing pausing that I had to restart it. Okay, I hate Carmella. I still do. I hated that she well, was much better than she was. Uh, she's no, I'm, I'm not saying she's good. I'm saying she's better than she was. She, they still put her in like doing massive offense to these girls for a lot of the match. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, but it's all sneaky bullshit. Like it's all just like, it's all super kicks actually. Fucking cat. I touched it. I should have washed my hands. I knew it. You yeah, know, that's why I've also been rubbing my yeah. eyes. I didn't even touch the cat. I was just around it. Um, but yeah, Carmella, you know, it is what it is. That's what the character is, and I get it. You know, it's fine. I'm fine with it. Hey, Carmella. But anyway. It's weird that she's getting... Not necessarily... I mean, she has less moves than Liv Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Who's actually gotten surprisingly better. She had a match a few weeks ago with Ember Moon that I thought was really, really good. Yeah. Um, So, step it up, Carmella. (laughs) Well, Carmella's whole story is that she's a diva and she's prettier than the other girls. I mean, it's a says a lot for the women's evolution. Well, no, it's the same story that What's Her Face has in uh, in Impact. Uh, The one chick who's just like, yeah, I'm sexy. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm effectively a diva. (laughs) I don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, What's her name? She's very attractive. Is she? uh, Is she the one that just came back? Uh, I don't think she's been there before. Blonde. 
Yes. I think it's the one that just came back. She left. Well, Madison Rain left, and now she was in the... Well, Madison Rain's in the May Young. The, yeah, the May Young. Uh, what's her name? I'll look it up. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, wow. Jesus, man. Yeah, this is Cat. I should have touched my eye. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right. Anyway, the women's match. Okay, so Charlotte went... How do you feel about this whole Becky thing? And did you see SmackDown with Becky? Oh, uh, yes. Um, I think Becky should have won. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Becky. A soft spot for Becky. Well, they've been building Becky up as a monster. She hasn't lost. And I don't think I don't I don't need to see Charlotte with the title. Yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, uh, Charlotte shouldn't be the babyface. She should be the heel. She should be the heel. Yes, thank you. Yes, um, she's just a better heel in general. Well, I, I, don't get me wrong. A few years ago on a podcast, I think it was on Austin's, he was interviewing Becky, and Becky mentions that she likes being a heel, like I assume a lot of people do. And, you know, like she can't wait to try to be a heel again. So I'm curious what this will turn into. But I think from the story you're trying to tell that and and the, you know, it says a lot when Charlotte gets booed. She got substantially on SmackDown. She got Roman Reign booed. But I mean, on on the pay-per-view. She got well, yeah, because because they knew she was fucking up Becky's chance to win. Right. And, and, and I even know. did think that Becky would have won it. I was like, maybe Becky will pull out and they'll give it to her and she'll be like, I'm the best. But no, I for a character wise, Scarlet Bordeaux is who I was thinking about in Impact. OK, no, she's new. Yeah. Um, Incredibly attractive. I'll have to check her out. Uh, character wise, I know they're trying to make Becky heal. Becky's not a heel. What Becky did in my eyes is, is very it's not justifiable. But like, hey, your friend came in with and she even said it on SmackDown, like, you just showed up. You didn't even have a match. You just were put into this shit. I've been grinding. I went through every woman in this division. Sure. And, you know, and then you come in here and you steal it. And everyone during that SmackDown promo and all that thing were chanting, yes, Becky, because they understand. But WWE wants her to be the bad guy. She shouldn't. I put my glasses, <laughs> glasses back on. I put those glasses back on. I got to check that. I like that. Um, and then, she, like, how I would have played it. Is that Becky should still be the face and Charlotte should be the the friend that's like, oh, it's not my fault, you know, and she right, right, right. she should play it up. And Becky's like, look, dude, it's your fault. But I know that super so many people are super upset about this because they're like, Becky's not a heel. She shouldn't be the heel in this situation because she really shouldn't. She worked her ass off for this. And then there are some people that are defending it. And like I know Ryan Satin's like, everyone's being upset for the wrong reasons. We're finally getting Becky a new fresh character and she's changing up. And Road Dog's like, Amen. And it's like, man. Fuck you, dude. It's like we want Becky to be the face because she should be. Charlotte is the bad guy. She fucking ruined this. She ruined Becky's. Well, mother. I think it's it's because you can turn Becky heel at a certain point, but not with this. Th- right. That's a thing. Yeah. Right. Like you, you kind of garnered all this good faith leading up to it. And then it's a it's a real Vince Russo level swerve where like, oh, shit, I just got swerved. And like you could see why, but if if the reaction, you know, if if you're if she is the underdog going into it and she gets screwed out of it, I mean, uh, screwed is a, a harsh word, but well, I mean, Charlotte did hit screwed. her from behind, she right? Hit her, but yeah, she attacked right. her from behind. Like it feels screwy because right, that's a heel thing to do. Yeah. Granted, it's a competition; everybody wants to win, sure. but it's a heelish way to go based on you know the the heel face dynamic, and then. I don't know. It's just hugely disappointing. So then you're just left like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I want to support this? Yeah. 
I'm going to support Becky because she's in the right. She's not a bad guy. Right. She's a good guy that's justifiably angry because her friend just came in and stole her fucking chance and she worked for nothing to get this. Yeah. It's just like, don't get me wrong. I understand the character's motivation to be a heel and to be like, fuck this. Like, I tried being nice. I tried playing by the book. Yeah. It's all like, fuck you. Yeah. Everything crashed on me. It's hard because like you still want to root for that character. So you're going to root for that character, even though they're the bad guy, Yeah, you know, from a motivation standpoint. So it's like, it just, it's too disjointed, I think, to actually like work properly. When it, when it, oh, and nobody ever turned on that microphone, did they? Which one is it? I think it's number two. Yep. Okay. Look, man, when it starts, when it starts boiling up and it hurts inside, you know, <laughs> just got to take a stand. I know, man. But, uh. But yes, I was very upset. Yeah, it just felt like just lacking. Yeah. So I don't know. That was that pull, was pull that the was. trigger on Becky and not make her the bad guy. Yeah. So. I mean, she was really cool on SmackDown, but doesn't matter. She I know, that, that pull apart was weird too. Well, everyone booed Charlotte every time she got pulled apart. Everyone cheered Becky every time, and then, then they cut to that girl with that sign that said "Get a new best friend." It's like, yeah, fuck Charlotte, dude. <laughs> she fucked you up, man. So I mean, overall though, I thought the match was was good yeah just and i mean i even like the becky heel turn but the problem is that it made you root for her because you're just like yeah fuck that bitch yeah it did and i was like yeah fuck that and that's why i cheered i was like well i didn't cheer but i was like yeah deservedly so <laughs> you get what you get man you deserve it right and then charlotte crying is like bitch you came in this and you caused that uh charlotte needs to stop doing that moonsault though she misses every fucking time well i don't think she purposely misses i don't think she She's, purposely does she but. sticks to the landing because she's a gymnast Right, but yeah, it looks weird because the other people just have to fucking bump every week that she's done that. It's always someone like there was the Carmella one in that match, which was horrendous. That main event with Carmella versus her for the chance for this match, she did the moonsault and Carmella wasn't anywhere there. And then she took the huge bump, like she got hit by the wind pressure. And then there was the one against her with the iconics, and the iconics held each other's hand, and then they both went down. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, just stop it, just stop it. No one's taking this correctly, and it looks really bad. I love the iconics. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I think they're great on the mic, but I mean, Peyton Royce is better than Billy Kay. Yes. Oh my well, god, the the Melter uh, Peyton Royce thing was fun. I think some people took that way out of what they needed. It was to just really funny because you know that YouTube show that you make fun of me for watching the news one. Uh, oh, what are your random news ones? Yeah, yeah. It, it made it onto there. Like that's where I heard about it, not on like wrestling. Oh, really? Like, internet. <laughs> I heard about it through the wrestling internet. I've been kind of devoid of the wrestling internet for a little while, but I didn't know the body shaming melter tisk tisk. He didn't really. He said, "What was the problem with WWE?" Is which is what is the problem, but. Uh, there were some people that took it out of his words out of context saying that he was calling her fat and shit like that. No, no. Yeah. See, it's... Well, there was a lot of people that attacked him and said that. And no, no, like, no. But I, that's know. the thing. I didn't even interpret it as him calling her fat. I think he was saying that it was better when she was heavier. Like, when she looked like she had more mass. Like, now she's too thin. And I think that was the body shaming controversy of mm-hmm. it. I mean, and maybe it was both both sides. I listened to his thing and I forgot what he said. Like it was a yeah, no, forty uh, minutes of him talking on about the thing. It, it played the cli- like a clip. Well, no, it. I mean, I listened to that. I'm talking about on the next episode. He actually said, "Hey, I'm sorry," but he explained what he was trying to mean. And it's in the end, like this is a big problem with WWE how they're trying to portray women's evolution and stuff. Yet they have, 
you know, still a champion that says she's prettier than everyone. And that's why she's here. And there's a lot of double standards and double things. But he understands what he said. And he didn't mean to. He didn't mean to cause her harm. But he said there are a lot of people that jumped on me and were saying shit that I never said, like putting words in my mouth. Right. And it's like even she posted the link of what I said and it has nothing to do with what she said. Mm-hmm. That's what he really got upset about. It was it was interesting and nice. I mean, devoid of whether they were right or wrong. It was nice to see like, you know, fellow kind of WWE brethren and sisterin uh kind of having her back though. Well, he said there was a lot of people also like, in WWE like that Breeze, like Breeze had tweeted Melter about something with regard specifically. He said there was a lot of there was some people also in WWE that tweeted to him that agreed not for Peyton Royce but for like the shit that's happening to the women and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like really respectful people and wrestlers and stuff. God damn it. Um, uh, so in the next match, so we can just kind of get through this. Yeah. The bet, the one of, I'd say the best match on the card personally is uh, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Oh yeah, man. Like that shit was fantastic. This is the one that I said the DQ was justifiable for what it did. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, once yeah. that moment happened, I was like, there's no other reason that Joe, that AJ should not do this. The best thing I heard though was, uh, <laughs> Maurice gets front row. AJ's wife, she can't even get good tickets. To I thought show. she was front row. No, she was like down the little alleyway. Oh, so they get. Oh, well, yeah, because he ran. He goes to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah, I can she understand. Was, so you can get the kid and walk out. With yeah, her. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kid wanted no part of AJ Styles. No, well, that's also funny. So it's like, oh, you know, like a child always wants to be with the mother and not the dad. Yeah, it's like I just want to be with mom. Uh, that was great. Oh, no, my dad is a monster. Well, it's also he's a sweaty I'm guy bleeding. right now. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Yeah, uh, match was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Joe on the mic in the beginning is like, your your dad's not coming home, man. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. Joe's the best. Joe's awesome. And Joe also did that Brock Lesnar spot where he's like, are you going to calf crusher me? Not fucking today. Yeah, yeah. And he just slammed his head. I just like that this is where Joe gets to really sink his teeth into that heel that he can be. But also like, he's just telling the truth, man. <laughs> nah, man, he's, he's a like, shit trying to provide for a family, but you're an absentee father, AJ Styles. Oh, don't duck <laughs> Joe's evil, man. I know, but I like that he's just he's just twisting the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's not making up bullshit. It's not like you don't deserve this title. Well, yeah, he's not <laughs> like these are your three sisters. <laughs> yes, you know. So it's just like I'm just being like just that much of a bad guy. Yes, you know. But he still backs it up. It's not like now he gets his comeuppance. Well, it's good too because that means they're building a program, so that's cool. I uh, think he should take the title off of AJ. I really thought he was at all. I thought he was going to win it that night. I, I thought, thought, so I thought but so I mean, too. you know, if you want to get a few matches out of it, yeah, fine. yeah, why not? I mean, that Survivor Series or, or Saudi Arabia this year or something. Well, Hell in the Cell is the next interview, so maybe it'll be in that, so they can't yeah. escape. Yeah. Well, I mean. He'd have that because I don't know if you saw, but the the Australian pay per view, mm. uh, Miz and Dana Bryan are having another match there for the title for the title, yeah. so it'll probably or a title opportunity, title opportunity. So they'll probably have Joe with Hell in a Cell, and then it'll probably be Dana Bryan versus AJ. Yeah, no, uh, somebody laid out like they fantasy booked a thing where uh, you're gonna hate this, but so do you say Miz is gonna win the title? Yes, I knew it. And so Daniel Bryan <laughs> challenge, and then Daniel Bryan uh, and Miz is like, I'm not gonna give you a title match. Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan has to win the Rumble. And he then wins They it. have their match at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Oh. Where Daniel Bryan wins it. And I was like, I'm not going to be mad at that because I enjoy The Miz. <laughs> I don't enjoy The Miz in the ring, but I like him on the mic. I, I just enjoy The Miz, man. It doesn't matter where. He's a good talker. Even on Miz and Mrs. That show. <laughs> it's funny. I, all I know is I've come out of it in the two episodes is that Ms., uh, uh, Maurice's mother likes sticking things up her ass. <laughs> 
Oh, and that and Marisa, the more normal one of, yes. the, of her and Miz. I just, the I don't think that's a weirdo. That's not a show of, of a reality TV. It's people playing their characters on a reality TV show. I don't think they are. I really feel like this is The Miz and this is Murray's. Not no, like this is Mike Mizanin. He's not being The Miz. It's just they're so over the top on that show. I, I Come on, man. I think they're over the top in real life. I don't know. I mean, well, whatever. They have Avril Lavigne as their friend, so why the fuck not? And Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> and Ryan Cabrera. I was like, what the fuck? And Mr. Belding. And Mr. Belding. And, of course, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, which I like Dolph Ziggler on that show. Oh, and Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo's there, yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> it was just Avril Lavigne. I was like, what the fuck? Avril yeah. Well, no, for me, it was Ryan Cabrera, then Avril Lavigne. I was like, the 2002, like, die in here? Like, what happened? <laughs> and then Mr. Belding. It's like, yeah, what yeah, but the I mean, fuck? I, God, why do you keep peaking these levels, bro? Well, you know, you got a bit cool. But, I mean, I know that he's, like, a diehard wrestling fan, so. Who, Mr. Belding? Yeah, yeah. Dennis Haskell. <laughs> Dennis Haskell. Yeah, well, I only know him as Mr. Belding. Old-ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Hey, 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 what is going on here? Uh, wow, that was a really bad impersonation, but a good line. No, it was just the line. I wasn't trying to uh, I thought you were like, let me get the Mr. Belding voice. No, no, no. Uh, all right, so the next match uh, is Miz and Daniel well, Bryan. Actually, that was a good match had, as well for what it was. Okay, well, the, the Joe thing with the finish, you like uh-huh. that? Him getting the mic and going, Daddy ain't coming home, but I can. I'll be your dad. <laughs> oh, was, he did say that. Like, that was Whoa. rough, yeah. That was, <laughs> everyone, that was rough. Everyone was like, oh. But yes, right when he said that, I was like, there's no other finish this match beside AJ losing is cool. Yeah. He has to go berserk. Like, it just has to finish. Yeah, it was, it was very much called for and properly executed yeah uh he did that fucking styles clash on joe too i know that was really good styles clash yeah uh and it always looks like he's, he can't get him up because joe is just so well, much yeah that's why when he, when he did it when he did a joe i was like holy fucking shit this guy's not like he's not gonna get this guy up <laughs> uh so then moving to Miz and daniel bryan i thought that ended properly you okay that match was awesome because it told a great story. It did. Because assuming Daniel Bryan laid this shit out, the whole story is Daniel wants to punch Miz in the face. Right. And he finally gets it during the middle of the match, but then Miz beats him with an old punch to the face. And it was laid out awesome. Uh, Daniel Bryan was on fire that match. He destroyed Miz. Like, he fucking made his chest all red and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so much for Miz's soft style of taking no fucking damage. Again, respect to Miz. Uh, but I think that's Miz's best match. But I didn't think it was going to be, like, this enjoyable. I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be a Miz match, and Daniel's just going to be awesome, and he's going to put Miz through it. But you it underestimate lo- the Miz, bro. Nah, Miz is whatever. It, it went I, lo- I, Hey, it's not that he has to be his amazing technician, but he does his part in a match. Sure. He does, bro. You one of those? Because he could, he could not want to take those hits. He could, you know. <laughs> like, I don't need to talk to a Miz fit right now, dude. I'm just telling you. <laughs> You could hate it as much as you want. I think more and more people are coming around on the Miz. Oh my god! You know, nobody's saying that he's like Rick of the Dragon Steamboat, but he does his part, uh, and fuck. he does his part well. I need you to fuck off right now. Whatever, man. <laughs> you can deny it all you want. I will. I'll scream that shit from the mountain. You'll be wrong. Die on this hill. No, you'll be wrong. Fuck out of here. Uh, you go to Red. Ask Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan would probably be like Red.com slash I love the Miz. Go there. That's where all your Miz buddies, your Miz fits will be. Um. Miss Foods. Wow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was, it was cool beans. Uh, I don't. I hate that I have to deal now with Bree mode, but oh well. <laughs> Bree mode. You know, I didn't see that like uh, on SmackDown. The opening. Yeah. She Bree mode it, I, ran I, out and punched uh, Miz in the face, as he deserves. And Daniel Ryan just kept saying coward. 
which is cool. But um, that is cool. I didn't think that Miz would win, but it's understandable. They put it, they do the mixed tag, and then I would crack up if if Miz fucking gets the title shot and then beats AJ. Oh my god! Or Joe shenanigans, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. It has to be shenanigans. Like he can't pin those guys clean in the middle. But no, I mean, it doesn't matter. The Miz doesn't need to win clean, bro. I know he, he doesn't. just needs to win. But then someone has to get their rematch. And then, yeah, I can see that Daniel Ryan gets he could win the Rumble and then he can beat Miz and Mania. And then we'd have a Miz a fucking Daniel Bryan win all over again. Oh, holy shit. Miz will fucking main event Mania one more time. Or if it'd be Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Roman Reigns is main event in Mania. What am I crazy? Who would else would main event? Speaking about Roman Reigns. No, oh, bro, you saw a few matches together. Really? What other matches I got? Finn Balor versus Constable Corbin. Oh, yeah, the squash match. Yeah, I didn't think Finn would ever come back as the demon. I like his demon look. Finn Balor, the sexiest man that there is in WWE at the moment. You can, you can put that man in anything. Really? Weird tongue thing and all. I, th- I think Abs like Anderson sploosh. is pretty good looking. <laughs> you got to count those. <laughs> he's, not, he's not Balor, man. Uh, uh, whatever. Then the next match was uh, Shin and uh, Jeff. I think this was a not bad match. That was fine. I will say I told my buddy that uh, Randy Orton came, flew there to the arena. He took off his clothes, probably got oiled up, suited up, laced up, got his trunks on, got the jacket, walked out to the ring, turned, went back to the back room, took a shower, took his clothes off, went home. He got paid for that. Of course he did. Randy Orton. <laughs> I just found that hysterical. He's been, that's, around, he's been around for 15 years. That's dude. all he was there for. And he years. suited up for that. <laughs> then I'll just walk ah fuck it and then just turn around and then on the other smack before that he was that creepy guy on the side of the stage like <laughs> I don't know I, uh, I he's great as a villain I, I recently heard that a thing I assume it's where he like, pulled his dick out and all yeah, that early, early Randy with the dick and the shit in the bag Randy you know, it's that time I thought it was X-Pac no Randy was the one who shit in the divas bags oh that's right yeah I think it was especially what's her name Layla that was the big one I miss Layla she was just an attractive lady. She <laughs> was very attractive. She was a heat dancer, wasn't she? Possibly. She I was British. That's all that matters. Um, so then the next match, Rousey versus Bliss. I think it was pretty cool. Uh, it's exactly yeah. what I want Rousey to do. I, I hate that it was such a squash. I mean, what else? I, I That's the thing. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a squash. I hate that it was such a squash. Just because, like, I don't know, man. Just make it more interesting. This is the problem, right? You had just... This is where the show just took a shit. You like, like post Daniel Bryan and Miz, it just wasn't really a match. Well, that's it was the... it was eighty percent Ronda Rousey is either yelling at Bliss or yelling to the crowd. <laughs> well, I mean that's why I thought it was well done because I thought Rousey shouldn't let Bliss take any offense on her. But it's not letting; it's offense happening. But it, I mean, like she got in that one attempt at like her her, her like, choke. Her, yeah. No, not the choke. Uh, Bliss's like forearm to the face thing that she does, or like right hand or whatever you want to call it. You know, like that was fine, but that was the only I like, just, instance of any possible offense. I thought it was fine in the sense that Bliss should net get offense on Ronda. I really feel like you want to build Ronda up. Ronda's supposed to be built up like that. Uh, yeah, but Bliss ain't in the league that Ronda is. As not a f- physically. That's that's where you switch it to the like the mental game of like Bliss has been a five time champion. And Ronda has not. She's, She's the best been, woman on the planet, bro. That's fine. She's only been a two time UFC champion. Uh, that's still or, or one time. Yeah, one time UFC yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and she's had three to four matches in the WWE before this match. So, like, 
you know, she has far less experience than Bliss in the realm of pro wrestling. And Bliss should attempt to use it to her advantage and still lose. But just to have it be such a one-sided squash is like, okay, I guess. I like that. It just, again, flat. It was just... I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. It's, it's, you know what it is to me? Like why I wanted Kevin Owens to super kick fucking Goldberg. Because it's, it's the Roman Reigns wins yet again philosophy of just like, we're going to do the most obvious thing and it's not going to be compelling and it's not going to be anything. It just, it's exactly what you expect it to be. Here you go. Fucking fatties. Enjoy. Wow. Like this. We're just giving you the same shit. Over. We're just feeding you what we want to feed you over and over again. Wow! It's right. just like, come on, man, bury it up. Now, Rana should not. Get, it, that's like the whole thing when it happened. My opinion with the Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Like, I really didn't. No, feel but like Alexa it. Bliss got like a lot of offense against Nia. I know, like I a don't, lot, a lot. I don't I think don't, she should have even. Yeah. This this needs to be somewhere in between what the amount that she got now and less than what she got on Nia. Like, it needs to be just a few moments of offense, even if they're un- ineffective. You know what I mean? Like, she, I don't know. I know what it is because I can't think of actual examples at the moment. But it just felt like a little bit too much of a squash. Like, I think Rana should have squashed her, just not this badly. Because this should have been what, how Naya squashed people, and she didn't. Yeah. And Naya has more experience than Rhonda. And Rhonda had a harder time with Naya. She did. I guess I I I, I would attest it to because Rana's a I mean Rana. Naya's supposed to be a big woman. So what? You know. I mean she still got pretty manhandled. She did. So because that was the whole story. You can't manhandle me. It's like watch me, bitch. I don't know. It just it felt like it did a disservice to somebody who you've obviously invested a lot of time in to make them a champion several times over. Oh, now you have the one that are really investing to be a champion. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I wanted Ronda. Because the only people on that roster, I think, legit that they would, in raw sense, would be Bailey, Sasha, and then Natty. For would, what? For, like, to have, like, a wrestling match that wouldn't get steamrolled by her. I think they would make them. Are you kidding me? No. The only one is Natty. No, I think they would have Sasha or Bailey. No, fuck that. She should destroy them. Because, <laughs> if anything, it would be Bailey over Sasha, because Sasha's just that much smaller do you really think that offense is going to get her anywhere <laughs> at all yes you know she's she's we Bailey at least is you know has a little bit more like oomph to put into it <laughs> and I still think that Rana would just be like are you serious <laughs> she'd Shayna Baszler her yeah effectively yeah uh, I don't know and then the last match is Roman which I mean it went exactly how I thought it was going to go I actually thought it was going to end in like a couple seconds That'd be too. That'd be too much. No, that'd be like in and out, bro. Get him in and out. That's what I thought it was gonna happen. If you no, want to put over, I was that Brock. Like my favorite spot of that match is throwing the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, when Brock just whipped it down the, the and destroyed aisle. the LED board. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will say that they're very smart for what they did by putting Braun out there because they 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 killed a couple birds with that by having Braun out there you stop people chanting we want Braun because they would expect he's going to come on cash you stop people from leaving because you'd imagine that Braun was going to cash in at the end so people waited uh, I think it was a bait and switch it was on purpose so they wouldn't get Roman fucking 
booed out the building because everyone's like, Bron's going to cash in, Bron's going to cash in, Bron's going to cash in. That just means that the next few months. Well, yeah. He'll get booed more. Uh, and the only way they're trying to stop that well, is by putting the shield, the shield, bro. Which I could not care less. Really? No I'm one, so sick of the shield. No, well, they're doing what they were supposed to do originally before Dean fucking got injured. Don't care. I'm I'm more checked out. And unfortunately, <laughs> this makes me care about Rollins and Ambrose that much less. Oh. And I like Rollins and Ambrose, but putting him in the shield, like I thought, I thought Ambrose from being like Dean the Machine looked terrible in his shield gear. <laughs> like he looked like I, I was having a hard time defending it against Nicole's claims if he just looks like a normal guy because he did. He didn't even look as jacked in the like. Really? He had that tight rash guard, bro. <laughs> and he just looked so dumb. And whenever Seth comes out in it, like. Just give me Seth, man. I don't need Shield Seth. Like, the Shield had his time. It's dead. They tried to revive it. It died a horrible death because somebody got injured. Just let them be. No, no. That's how they got to get Roman over, which he wasn't booed when he's at the Shield. That's how you save him. But yeah, that's what they did to have Braun out there. That will only last so long. Oh, yeah. Until Dean is the one who turns. Unless they're smart and make Roman turn. They're not going to make Roman turn. Um, I was reading that he has uh, he's outselling Cena on merch now. Merch now, yes. So he's not gonna turn. Oh, he's the main dude. Was oh, he Jericho? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's about that. I would still say I'd give the Summer same like one thumbs up. Like it wasn't horrendous. You know, it was much better than the last pay review. You know, I enjoyed. Oh shit, matches in it. I just saw a thing that we hadn't touched on. I want to touch on. You saw the. The Phoenix and Pentagon stopped taking bookings. In 2019, yeah. Which is may possibly mean we're coming to WWE. Which I don't want. 205 Live is not that bad, though. No, it's not. Or but maybe they'd end up in NXT, which is still pretty cool. I mean, that would be best case scenario. I wonder what Pentagon would be called, because they're not called that anymore. He's a fucking Penta Zero M. So yellow, bro. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to be called. Same thing with Phoenix. Phoenix is like Phoenix something. No, maybe? he's Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. I mean, he could be Ray Phoenix, but Penta Zero M sounds... Fu- it always sounds fucking weird. That Zero me a little, bro. Penta Black. <laughs> no, because there's already Alistair Black. Pentagram White. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, so, yeah, we can wrap this up. Before we leave, though, uh, there's some... I'll give a spoiler thing on the May Young. It's not really a spoiler, but you heard about the whole Tegan Knox massive injury that she suffered now, and mm-hmm. now she's completely out. Yeah, her knee. Yeah, she blew it. It fucking popped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I follow her on Twitter, so I saw her posting about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I had to read about it. Uh, so according to what it was, she was actually supposed to win the whole thing. Uh, I saw that it was not that she was supposed to win the whole thing. It's possible that she was going to win the whole thing. But the f- the final would have been her versus Tony Storm. Yeah. Uh, and then since she's also oh, i'm sorry since tony storm is also up for the uk women's belt now uh-huh. uh it could have been that she would have won tegan uh nixon newell whatever hey, would have won yeah. the uh the, the may young. young and then tony storm wins the uk, the UK. or your tony storm wins both or whatever i know what the final is for the may young so yeah yeah i mean you should know it if you're watching like if you looked at the roster i mean i wouldn't have thought uh, tegan knox would have gone to the end even though they're way hyped on her like big time and after her injury triple h came out and said that she was going to go to the semifinals and stuff and he really made it a point that he really likes her so right when i saw she was injured I was like this girl's fuck like this is her second injury she's gone like but triple h came out and said a lot of stuff and he says like she's going to be around for a, he's, he even said you're going to see her for a long time she's going to still be here so. that's awesome 
Uh, yeah. I and it sucks, that. too, because I wanted to see her wrestle. And I've seen her indie matches, and she's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then Dakota Kai is going for the UK the UK women's. At their tournament. Yeah, because she's being on that show now. And so is Rhea Ripley. All the UK girls from NXT are going over there. Yeah. Well, not well, UK, I mean, but people from across the pond. Anyone from... Not necessarily. Not everybody. Uh, they showed all the girls on the NXT thing. No, I know, but I mean, some of them are the ones that have already been... Uh, like we're part of the UK shows. Well, yeah, but I'm talking but about like added Rhea Ripley and uh, well, yeah, but Rhea Ripley's Australian and Dakota and Kai is a New Zealander. But I'm talking about anyone yeah, but, that's but like Tegan Knox isn't in there. Well, or she wasn't advertised for it even she, before she got in. I mean, she may have been at some point. She is fucking from Wales, so why the fuck not? I mean, fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I heard about that, and then I read today that she was possibly going to win the thing. So, which have been really cool. She looked awesome when she came out on her thing with her flag and everything, and everyone screamed for her. Cause yeah, no, I saw the bracketology. Not bracketology. The video that introduced all the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it, was, it was good. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. I think it's it comes next on month. a few weeks. Uh, no, a few weeks. Isn't it? And at the end of August that I did I it. thought it was in September. I think August is the bracket, like the bracketology episode. No, bracketology came out already, I think. Like the episode where they, they talked to the girls and did those vignettes for them and stuff? Yeah. Did they? Either it's about to come out or it already did. I think it's about to come out, and then the main thing starts in September. It's only like two weeks of it, and then the main thing on the evolution in October. It has to be in September because October is when the, the finals is going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because they taped on the 8th and 9th of this month. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. I'm excited to see it. Uh, but yeah, uh, so next week we'll be here. We talk about my opinions on the evolution because I wanted to go into it, but it's already way over. Um, so. Anyway, once again, this is your host, Rocky. And Rick, we'll catch you next week. Take it easy. Ciao.